It's time to raise the roof for our 59th episode. And if I got that wrong, it's A-OK. Uh, I am Alex Murphy. With me today is Gibby and Bree Evan is not here, which is A-OK. On this episode, we have two series to recap, meaning the, the Montreal Expo series and the Baltimore Orioles series. Because we're going to get some hate for that. He's doing that. Oh, you, I don't care. You're pressing the buttons, dude. Oh, yeah, I don't care. Pressing the buttons early in this episode. No I way. mean, they are the Expos, so that's not an incorrect statement. Calling that's true. Them. Not the Expos. They are the Expos. They See, that could come back to bite us very quickly. So, for karma's sake, I feel like it should. Okay, so the Washington baseball team. Not going to call them their actual names. Well, we're going to recap both of those series. We're going to be previewing the White Sox series, which is a very exciting one. Uh, we have some things around the world of baseball, other sports going on, college baseball. There's a lot going on here. Um, if you guys want to follow what we're doing here at Raise the Roof, our social media channels, Raise the Roof TV, our YouTube, Raise the Roof, and our website, RaiseTheRoofTV.com. Make sure to follow all of us on all of those channels. And then plus this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, subscribe, leave us a review, all that good stuff. Uh how is everyone doing today? Gibby, I know that you are stressed out because USF, well, unfortunately lost game one of their super regional against Texas, uh, but is playing game two today in a do or die situation. All, all I'll have to say about that game one is that when you're, when you're rooting for, and when you're, when you're, you know, when you're watching sports and like you're rooting for someone, you're hoping and, you know, you can only hope for so long. And then if you lose, you're not hoping anymore. You're coping. I'm coping. <laughs> hey, coping hey, time. hey. What a ninth inning, though. Man. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That two-run uh, two game Had them nervous. Had the, shut the crowd up, like, straight up. It was they very were, exciting. It was, it was an exciting game. Well, sure. clearly, I mean, college baseball, things are being shook up. Yeah, game two of, starting is right now going on. Currently. Bottom of the first right now. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, college baseball is being shooken up. Uh, Arkansas after beating NC State 21-2 to in the first game, blew it and lost two straight games, and NC State is now going to the College World Series. And now, Bree, you got some thoughts about that game three. Yeah, so this isn't just at the Arkansas manager. It's about a lot of college managers. But, you know, if someone is, like, really in tune with college baseball and can answer this for me, then, like, please send us a tweet or an email or something. But why do college baseball managers leave pitchers in so freaking long in close games i'm talking like 100 plus pitches these guys are like 20 years old you're in a tie game a one run game it wasn't just the arkansas game it's been in like almost all the games i've watched is there a reason for that because i cannot fathom why that would happen like arkansas's pitcher he's been one of the best pitchers in college baseball honestly this season and he threw a gem and he had over 100 pitches, and they just kept sending him out there. And, you know, there's only so long you can go until they break. I think as Rays fans, we know that. And fortunately, our manager and the rest of the major league managers seem to have come around to realizing that. But college, man, I just don't – Arkansas, that was a preventable loss. And they just – I don't know. I just hated that a lot. He was crying in the dugout. Like, his manager did that to him. Yeah. That's unfortunate. And, and also not putting much confidence in your bullpen. Not like really stirring yeah. the team there. Like really making <laughs> I mean, I mean, they had a lot of confidence uh, to start because he was the closer. So I mean, yeah. That, that's a, a lot of confidence you're instilling. Yeah. That was such a 
I mean, I understand why you're putting in cops. Obviously, he's been – I mean, he's probably going to win the Golden Spikes Award from what I've heard. Dude's been an absolute monster on the mound this season. But, I mean, even then, he's thrown eight innings. He's not a, he's, he's not a starter. He was at like 100-something pitches, yeah, and they was, sent him out he again. Was cooked. He was absolutely cooked. And, and he had thrown so many pitches – during during the regional and he had thrown the super regional before i mean i mean the guy's arm was cooked like like something was you know something was going to give and unfortunately that meant a game-winning home run and now as he says going to omaha yeah but he had a great season i'm sorry his manager blew that for him but i didn't realize he's 24 man he's 24 years old so hopefully if he gets drafted he'll just go up immediately he should get drafted i hope the rays take him let's get him why not why not? <laughs> why not? It had like six shortstops. Why not? You know? Yeah. Why not add in a closer? I mean, I mean, they I'm could sh- use. I, I mean, guarantee you, use... we're getting another shortstop. Oh, why? We don't need other shortstops. <laughs> we don't need other. We're playing the long game. Yeah, clearly <laughs> we're playing the long game, but it's Monopoly like on the middle infielders. Yeah, we need it. Apparently, we need it. Let's let's uh let's transition over to talking about these two series that the Rays just played. They went four and one. Probably should have went five and zero, oh, but you know it is what it is. The Rays split uh, series against the Nats and swept the Orioles. I first want to talk about that Nats series because that the you know I was I was concerned going into that series because the Nats concern me as a team, even though they haven't been playing that well overall. They still have enough weapons on both pitching and hitting to you know to make to make things happen and to really put pressure on teams and threaten. And they made Corbin look way too good in the second game and should have blown him out of the water and didn't take advantage of it. And then got beat by a washed up Starlin Castro in the 10th inning and or, or 11th inning of that game. And I know, I know kudos to Starlin for the, for the hit, but like was not a good look in the second game. I don't know what, I don't know what y'all's thoughts are about it. Yeah. You don't want to lose, um, especially when you got the home field advantage in a, in a tie game situation, like, I don't know. Usually you should, you got like a 60% chance of winning those. Like, honestly, when you're in the ninth inning, um, with the way, with the way the rules are now, like the bottom team, the, the, the home team has the advantage in the extra inning rules. Uh, I will say that. Um, so yeah, you should definitely get it done. I mean, Patrick Corbin has like a six ERA. I mean, we got him, we got like three runs on him, but like, come on. I mean, yeah, it, it wasn't like a, it, they 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 fought really good. I think they they came back. There was a lot of, but, but you just you just give you give it up in the end, you know. And yeah, you got to win all those close ones. But I mean, we've been winning a lot, so I don't fault them that much for it, to be honest. But what I really want to talk about is Shane McClanahan's start because he looked a little bit rocky in those three innings he was in. Honestly, um, he just got to it's the sliders is not working right now. No, he's got a something. Something's got to give. He's he, his ball looked uh, very hittable. Usually yeah, it's got movement it on very, it. Yeah. But it's very, no, it's very hittable. Yeah. I mean, a lot of some strikeouts though. That's so, good. But I mean, yeah, I mean, he was not the sharpest Bree, What were your sharpest. thoughts? Well, I think we can talk about the second game in a second, but how about the first game? Like, let's first not just go great. straight to the bad one. Glass now. That's true. Freaking. I'm sorry, Bree. Yeah, just go straight negative. to the negatives. Yeah. Hey, I mean, hey, gla- hey, I don't, happens. I mean, I mean, yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> we can't stop giving Glassnell praise just because Glassnell shoves, he shoves. This he, is confirmed. He 
was outstanding once again. Just and, enough um, run support too. Yeah, just enough. They really freaking struggle to do that. Brasso had a great game. That game, he got. I think he got the. Yeah, an RBI. He got an RBI. He a home run. Uh, he made several good plays. It was a pretty solid yeah, game overall, so, all around. A lot of walks, eight walks in that game. Yeah, that was pretty weird. But yeah, so that was great. Great defense, great pitching, all around great. Next game, the bad one. <laughs> I was at that game and I had a great time. The trop was electric, by the way. So you know that was pretty cool. Yeah, I was, was actually surprised. Yeah, I was actually surprised on Saturday there were so many people at the Orioles game. That's all I want to say. Well, yeah, even people. at the game we were at, like I thought it was like a Wednesday night against the Nationals, like no one was going to be there. There was a good crowd and they were really into the game. So good job, Rays fans. But um, yeah, Shane, I don't know what's up with him. I hope he can figure it out before game two of this upcoming series because, you know, the White Sox are just a little bit better than that, I'd say. But um, I don't know. I think I'm sure he'll be fine. And even if he's not, then you could always piggyback him with someone else and do a tandem, start doing tandem starts with him. That'd be fine too. Um, but yeah, otherwise, let's see. That game, oh, the pinch hit for Ross to bring in Wendell. I think it was in the bottom of the ninth, actually, or the eighth, one of the two. I don't remember. But that was awesome. The game tying home run to keep it going. So sure. pretty sick. That was sick. What a good yeah. moment from the season. I mean, it just, I don't know. Castillo just didn't get it done and you know I've I've been thinking every time he comes in I get a little nervous this season yeah Castillo coming in but you know Matt Germain pointed out and I double checked he's right this is actually statistically Castillo's best season so well that's kind of weird that like we're still as like is it me or do I feel like we were a little bit less nervous about it when he came in last season we were a little bit more at ease I agree with you but I'm wondering if that's just because like last season, we only had like three guys that we trusted to like get it done every single time. This season, I'm, I mean, I'm looking at our bullpen. I trust almost every single one of them to come in any situation at this point. And I didn't think that at the start of the season either. I mean, considering the guys that either. we had that, that, you know, that dropped yeah. the arms that the arms that went to the IL, like a lot mm-hmm. of guys have stepped up. Can we talk about Colin McHugh for a second? Because well, my goodness. Um, yeah what an injury you know like went on the il and has been absolutely lights out since then yeah whatever injury that was like thank you like (laughs) that injury was great i thought that was such a terrible signing after like the start of the season oh oh tim elko just hit a home run i think Woo, tampa tim uh no he hit a foul about 500 feet sorry but he is up right now well he's gonna get one dude's it dude's a he's he's a big man He's an he's animal. A, yeah, he was he's a beefy boy. In like eighth grade, he was six three. I'm pretty sure. He, he's and huge. everyone called him Tiny Tim. So he's he's huge. Sorry, I just wanted to point that out. But yeah, no, I didn't I think that I didn't think that McHugh was going to do anything based on like how he was the season previous, coming off of injury and all that stuff. He's been like that's been a very very welcoming welcome signing. Lights out. Yeah. I didn't think he was going to, but shout out shout out Colin McHugh for doing the bits. He's He's been great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, him doing that and then Kittredge, you know, suddenly being really freaking good. And then, I mean, if you, I know people hate Waka. So every time I say something good about him, like everyone's going to be attacking me, but we've won, I believe 
six of his past, like the games he's pitched in, we've won the last six. And I think we're seven and three in games he's pitched in. He hasn't so, been terrible. Like, honestly, for Michael Waka standards in the he last gives up like years, one. he's not bad. <laughs> he's giving up like one run per outing, which, I mean, that's not bad at all. I can check his ERA. I feel like almost all of our pitches – I feel like almost all of is he all right this season is a four or five which which for michael waka is significantly better okay. than what it was before. but how much of that was his first three outings i guarantee it was, it was probably the majority of it. <laughs> of it but but like even still i mean a four or five era for what he's been in the last couple of seasons i'll take that yeah so i mean I'll those are our hard... three big bolt guys at this point with waka kittredge and McHugh, yeah. and they've all been K- really Kittredge's at a one four four right now kittredge is playing really well yeah. really he's well. insane I mean, I mean, we're already oh. talking about it. So why don't we transition into the into the O's series? Obviously, the race swept mm-hmm. the O's. I feel bad for the O's because I was way too high on them at the start of the season. Boy, was I wrong. Why were you high on them? I was high on them because I thought that they had a good 2020. Or, and I was like, ooh, like like maybe this team will win like 75 games this year. Like, like high on them as in like they're still going to be bad, but like they're up and coming. And I thought that they put a pretty good team together this year. And having Mancini back, I thought they were going to be better. Wow, was I wrong? I feel so bad that he has to play on that team, and not just I, like I don't. I like the Orioles, so I'm not going to try and. Be I love the Orioles. Just guys, there's even, a reason we didn't do the the pod preview before. Yeah. Before yeah. <laughs> come on. Come yeah. on. I just feel bad because I feel like it's not even the skill. I feel like it's the effort. Some of it, like some of the plays, they just weren't. It seemed like they weren't trying. It was just brutal. I, I didn't think they were not going to lie. I didn't think they were going to be this bad. Like I, I was really, really optimistic about this team. And then they just like real bad. Well, I think you were the only one. So fortunately, might, they're not breaking too many hearts. I might've been the only one. I, I just want to see them be successful. Like, yeah. like I would like to see like having and having a successful Orioles team would make the ALE so much more fun because we already have four competitive teams now. And then to make it five would be so much fun. Hey, give them a couple years. I'm, they're, I'm they're telling you, least, at least turning that franchise around. Dadly. He's so good. But how did y'all feel about this series? I mean, obviously, there was there was some shakiness in that, in that game, too. Uh, Rich, uh, our, our boy Richard, uh, Dick Mountain. Um, oh, boy. Gave up a home run to a guy who I think is a paid actor. Um, <laughs> never yeah. heard of this man before. He's got a 409 OPS. He's basically Chris Davis, but worse. Didn't even know that was possible. But, I mean... Still want it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was talking to Elijah during the Nats game, and he was telling me how much of a hothead Rich Hill is. And he was telling me stories about Rich Hill. And I just know after Rich Hill gave up that grand slam, and he went back into that tunnel and just absolutely lost his mind. So I don't know. Dude, I just wish so I was close, that, but... so close to having a zero. I know. Runs on his but like, even game. with that, even with that, he's still he's still having a good year. I know he's having he's a great having year. He's, he's having an all star year if he can stay healthy. Yeah, yeah which, that is true. He's never been to one. I found that out, which is he's also pitched since like so 06. Like he's I know. been in the league for that would be so insane. long. Also, I, I was at that game. I was at that game. And that home run like hung up there for a while. It was like I was like waiting for that to come down. They reduced <laughs> the balls. They yeah. reduced the balls just for this series. No, they actually 
like they reduced them. Do I'm a stats so? guy. No, yeah, they did. Damn. How do you know? There, I can actually give you a date that it happened if you give me a minute. But did yeah, you like talk on. to people uh, that are like I feel in the that. industry, or did you just no. like do you just like well, have like more of like definitive evidence that that supports? You can it? just tell. Sometimes you can just tell statistically because like yeah, at the beginning of the season, like the home run total, or maybe so or, or maybe it's part of the maybe it's part of the um uh I mean I guess now the fact that they're trying to crack down on guys using foreign substances on on the I think list. in my opinion it's it whenever. It was whenever Giancarlo hit like three home runs in like five days or like two days. It was three home runs in like two days. Whenever that happened, that was okay. when we juiced them. I can give you the exact date. It was May thirteenth that they reduced the balls ish. May thirteenth ish. May thirteenth. So, so do you think that they brought back the same balls that they had before? Or do you think they like slightly altered them and they're not exactly the same, but they're close? I mean, I don't know, but they're more juiced than they were at the start of the season. Well, maybe. I mean, maybe it was that thing of. Where we were talking about, or I don't know where I heard it, but it was basically people saying that like, like, like the first couple of weeks of the season really didn't matter that much just because of the fact that guys were still getting adjusted to it. There was that weird off season period of guys trying to get adjusted back to like the full 162 season. So I'm wondering if it wasn't the fact that it was reduced, but it was the fact that players just got more adjusted to everything. And that was kind of, I don't think happened. it's that because the statistical jump. It was Nick who ran the numbers, and I'm sure if you want the information, he'd give it all to you, but he ran a bunch of numbers, and there was, like, a very noticeable, like, difference before oh, okay. that date. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but, no, that, you know, no, that is really interesting. Yeah. I believe it, honestly, because offense was slow at the beginning of the season. And then yeah, I mean, I don't blame really him for up, doing it. It picked up this last month. So. I'm glad they did. Yeah, offense, offense being back is good uh for baseball in general um how uh, you know how, how do we feel about the series overall obviously i mean they got the sweep but what are some good points that we can take out of the series teams continue to make weird errors against us all the time like yeah weird baseball just follows the race <laughs> yeah it really does so i hope that continues um oh one thing i did want to say um last pod we all picked a player that we wanted to kind of get it going i think all four of them did yeah, Rosarino. got it going, baby. I picked yeah. Rosarino, right? I think. I picked, uh, I don't remember who he picked. I had Bross. I think Evan had Wendell. Yeah, Wendell picked it up. Randy, Randy had the Grand Salami today. Yeah, Grand yeah. Salami. Don't know, how they, don't know how they, they, they confused that home run, but yeah, they got, they got it right. Umpire. Yeah, so we, we had Bilal, Randy, Bross, and Wendell all pick it up. So that's that good. Is, Good juju from the pod. It's good You're juju welcome. from the pod. Yeah, we're, yeah, that's why we're here. We're here for the good juju. <laughs> um, I want to mention, because I just talked about it. Uh, well, the umpiring uh, in baseball across the board has been suspect, to put it nicely. And I forget what Rays game, it, or I forget what game of the series. I think it was Saturday night's game. There were two calls that were blatantly obvious. Uh, this should have been reversed via the replay. Not only did the umpires get it wrong the first time, then on replay, they confirmed the fact that they got it wrong by upholding the call on both of them, I think, or just both of them, they missed the call, which was Yarborough hitting the bag clearly before the runner stepped on the bag. And then Mountcastle not even being close to first base when he caught the ball. And that, like, why have replay if you're going to get both of them wrong? Like, like that, I, I just, I don't understand how, not only did the umpires not see that correctly, but in slowed down replay in New York, they still got it wrong. It baffles my mind. Manfred, yeah, I mean, that's all I'll say. Yeah, Manfred. I mean, this it's not like this has only happened to the Rays. I mean I understand uh, that. 
I, I'm just saying it's ridiculous that it's happened so I don't has it ever happened this much like in it, any season it feels like it's been extremely egregious so far this season um yeah I mean there was I that one with Alec Bohm touching home plate oh that was not. terrible that was a bad one that was um, terrible there were more I just that's the one that stands out to me but well, and the, the funny thing was more. that the, in the Blue Jays Red Sox game the same call happened and they reversed it the same call like like the exact same play happened i it blows my mind how bad they've been yeah it's just gibby what <laughs> what are your thoughts about umpiring this season on a scale of one to ten how would you rate the umpiring oh i i think it's more i don't even i don't care about the plays the plays are always there's always going to be the bad plays that ump misses or mm-hmm. the, the review doesn't get the strike zones have been so bad yeah. they kind of cleaned up these past like few weeks but it's i've seen some egregious uh um scorecards on so so what are you rating it it's like a, it's like a two. Oh, and wow well wow, two for gibby brave brave what's your rating it's a harsh rating for gibby um i mean i've been i've officiated sports before and i know how hard it is but like it's so like the strike zone i kind of understand more than yeah, like the, the plays that go to subjective. replay i mean it shouldn't be that subjective I mean, that's but like yeah, I, I get why it's hard. Yeah. But like when you actually review things on video and still get it wrong, that's what upsets me more. I mean, so my ranking is going to be like a three and a half, maybe. <laughs> uh, I was going to do, I was going to give him like a four, two. Also, yeah. I kind of hate some of the rules that kind of blocks some of the other challenges that you clearly should be able to make. But sometimes yeah. it's like it, you can't challenge that because. It, it was you have to call it on the field yet or like whatever like i i i don't understand it like you so, should be able to so challenge hard. whether a guy leans into a pitch i don't think like i think that that should be something that should be reviewed yeah but i see the thing with that is i feel like that's hard to be you're gonna open up a, you're gonna open up a book there yeah like how like how far is leaning like if someone turns and it's i don't know i feel like that's kind of hard it is subjective, but I mean, it's it's interesting to kind of figure out. Ooh, guys, update for the USF game. Update for yeah, the USF it's game. Two one. I it watch is, it right now. It's two one Bulls in the. I don't know what inning it is, but there's a lot going on right now on this one play that I just saw. Yeah, uh, but it is two one Bulls. Um, in the why game. did that happen? Oh my god! All right, so I just saw the <laughs> the miss up pop fly, um, a routine oh, pop dude. fly to right field. And now the game on. is tied. So oh, no, it is tied. <laughs> so much for that. <laughs> Guys, so, USF was winning. We should yeah. just not talk about them anymore because clearly since we've started talking about them. Juju does update, not work for them. That is the only <laughs> update you will get during the game. Yeah, that's, that, that's it. We're not going to talk about them anymore. But yeah, umpiring has been suspect and it's unfortunate because I think we want to make sure, you know, it would it'd be nice that the game would be called normally. But um. You know, sometimes guys just make bad decisions and then those bad decisions get confirmed and then it just makes the sport look worse. And it's something that we have to deal with because baseball part of the integrity of the game. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, the integrity that's getting ridiculed on a daily basis, it seems like. Yeah. I mean, also along with that integrity of the game is sticky stuff. We saw a lot of people were watching pitching spin rates this weekend and it was very funny. Did they drop off? Every oh. pitcher... Derek Cole's dropped. Well, I mean, Degrom dropped. Degrom didn't, but I mean, uh, I mean, I mean, Bob Nightingale dropped him. I mean, Yarbrough's <laughs> dropped, which I thought was funny. Um, Yarbrough's dropped. 
Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> ER from who is already not league average in spin. His dropped a pretty good amount. He wait, did so, Fire Ison's drop? Because I know that he walked three guys did. that went out and yeah, he's his did drop. I think everyone's dropped. Like Glasnow's dropped, Fire Ison's dropped, um, Castillo's dropped. Wait, did DeGrom's like, drop because because I feel like he's he doesn't use it. I don't know. I mean it could it could not even be that because some of them were dropping like different amounts oh. and some of them are only dropping on certain pitches which oh that's weird they, they only use stuff on certain pitches so i do want to say did you guys see that the bob curse has now gone to jacob de because he tweeted mvp and then like 10 minutes later de got de got removed from the game for that like whatever like tendonitis strain that he had oh yeah tendonitis. he said yeah. he's good though so i know but still like bob man he's yeah, taking he's taking names he should be a hitman it's, it's just uh, the hitman thing is just him tweeting out stuff and then as soon as he tweets out stuff bad things happen so clearly he knows what he's doing it's incredible y'all have anything else about the o series about the nat series about any other weird occurrences that we've just spoken of any college baseball things before we go on to our preview about the white Sox series and any other news that happened in baseball i don't think so all right well with that said we're going to take a quick break here and we'll be right back on this brand new episode of raise the roof to talk about the white Sox series and anything else that's happening in baseball so stay tuned and welcome back to this latest episode of raise the roof so we previously recapped the o's and nat series now we're going to preview the White Sox series, a very exciting series, I think, for all of us. Obviously, the White Sox have been one of the best teams in baseball uh, coming into this series. I know, you know, people have been debating that the White Sox are the best team in the AL, which is kind of hard to say, considering that the race have the best record in the AL and they're rolling right now. But, you know, who, who's to say one way or another? Regardless, this is going to be a very exciting series. And I want to hear everyone's takes about this series. Um, I'm glad it's on the road. Because I think we, we, we've been pretty good on the road. We've been kind of like the spoiler team on the road. Like, we just kind of, like, spoil everyone's fun at their own stadium. So, I like that. Yeah, White Sox are a really good team. I mean, obviously, they're, like, right up there with us. And I, I don't follow. I'm not a power rankings believer, per se. But you I would say be. I'd say they are they are tied for they, – they are right around there like the same level so i think this series kind of determines that kind of power ranking so that would be kind of exciting to see if you're into that sort of thing yeah just they got they got talent all all up and down that roster and they're they're a lot like the rays good pitching um a lot of depth just all up and down i mean the lineup's insane i mean mancata freaking brayu you got monty grandal is hitting like a yeah. buck 60 yeah and has like an 800 ops because baseball doesn't make any sense there's so much there's just yeah the white Sox are good and i'm excited that we are playing a really good team after playing not the best team that's a good point brie how are you feeling about this series so to your point gibby it is we are we are actually the best road team i believe in the majors the white Sox are the best home team I believe if not in the majors, then at least the AL. So that's kind of an interesting storyline there. Yeah. So I'm super excited for this series. I think these two teams are very well matched and I'm really excited. And you know, the whole, I feel like a lot of people think the white Sox are really good and they are, but some of those people are saying, you know, they benefit from having a very, very 
non-competitive division, whereas the Rays have to play, you know, the Red Sox and the Blue Jays and then the Yankees, you know, obviously we get some free, free real estate from the Orioles, but, you know, the AL Central is as a whole worse than the AL East. Um, But yeah, this is a chance for the White Sox to kind of prove that narrative wrong and be like, listen, like, yeah, we do play in this kind of trash division, but we can beat those other teams too. So I think they're going to be motivated going in. We're facing some really good pitchers. Did we see Giolito this series? We, we avoided we avoided Radon though. That yeah. was big. We avoided him because he nearly threw a no hitter today. But we we yeah. avoided him. It's um it's Glass now it. and Lance Lynn in game one, right? Yep. McClanahan and Keuchel in Keuchel. game two, mm-hmm. and then Yarbs and Giolito in game three. And I love me some Lucas Giolito. So me too. Ooh, this is such a good series. Two members of the rotation will be on this series. Yeah. That is true. I, I wish that has that has that happened yet where like there's been either like a hitting matchup or a pitching matchup between two members of the Chris Rose rotation so far. Yes. No? Yeah. They, opening day, Glassnow versus Miguel Rojas. Ah, yes, 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 yes. And then we actually We've kind of had almost all of them. We've had yeah, Evan Longoria and no Longo. Longo had oh, no, Longo no, was they... a guest. He's not yeah. the main. So but, I mean, Giolito there's only on there. There, all the rest are pitchers. But we've Trevor May and Glass was a thing, oh, and yeah. then Archie Bradley. I don't know if he was health. He was here. Yeah. So Archie Bradley. So we've gotten all of them now, except for Brault, I think. Right. Oh, was Brault one of them? He's on the Pirates, right? Yeah, he's on the Pirates, but he's hurt right now. So he's okay, the only well, one we're I was going to say, I mean, I mean, regardless, they're not going to get him because the, the Rays aren't playing the Central this year. So Yeah, but it looks like I think we're getting everyone else unless I'm forgetting someone. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, this is such a – oh, my God. Those if you don't know what we're right talking now. about, we're talking about the Chris Rose rotation, which tomorrow, hopefully when this comes out, Rich Hill will be on it. So another Is he going to be on with Glass now, or who is he going to be on with? I, I don't know. I, I don't think it's with Glass. I think it, it might just be him and Rose, honestly. Really? Not sure. Really? Could be really? Wrong. They're bringing on Dick Mountain? They, they are bringing on Dick Mountain, and I'm so excited. The Rose rotation just keeps feeding Rays fans. We've gotten uh, – who have we gotten? We've gotten you know, Longo. a ton of former Rays. Adamas, Longo, Adamas. Snell, Snell. Odorizzi. That's four former Rays right there. I feel – I feel really – potential. Quickly, I feel bad for Blake, man. Imagine just giving up a two-run yeah. single to Jacob DeGrom. Uh, I, I mean, feel- DeGrom is – Holding DeGrom, his own in the batter's box. DeGrom's he's driven DeGrom. in more runs than he's given up, which is that's an, that's an insane. Doesn't stat. he have a career average above two hundred? Or he is does, he, have, I, he got two hundred? Oh, 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 he probably has a career average. It's above definitely 200. above. But back to this White Sox series. So, game one, we said it's Lynn versus Glass. I'm super excited for that. That's an awesome matchup. Beefy Lance boy. Lynn has been. I mean, mass equals gas. So mass Lance equals Lynn gas. <laughs> is going to be Damn throwing Chad. <laughs> so and glass I'm just throws chet on so the regular pumped. so i i mean he he's got mass too it just comes from being so long like exactly <laughs> tyler glass now in other words long human being yeah he's <laughs> just very, very a long, long person <laughs> that, that would but, be a great uh, nickname tyler glass now the long man <laughs> I, I don't so, think so yeah that's no, not a good nickname <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty bad, actually. But <laughs> that'll, that'll be a fun game. Um, what are we – we said two, Keuchel versus McClanahan. That'll be interesting. Neither of them are doing, like, exceedingly well right this second. But 
if McClanahan gets that together, then I think that, speed, that, that should be a really good game. Speed versus crafty. Yeah. There. Yeah, that, that'll be a fun one. And then Giolito, who I love and adore, versus Ryan Yarbrough, who I also love and adore. I'm excited Arms to see that one. has been really good out of the starting role. He so. is. I tweeted this out, but welcome back to starting pitcher land, yeah, Ryan Yarbrough. He has broken the curse. Hopefully. He has. I, I think it was, and and I I wrote that in an article, which you can read on the website. But starting out his career, the majority of I think like probably like sixty to seventy percent of his starts came came in you know behind the opener, and now since that's kind of gone away, he started getting used to it. I think he's I think he's starting to you know actually feel out the role and starting to get used to it, which is something mm-hmm. that he hasn't you know really gotten the opportunity to do. So I'm very excited about that. Yeah, I mean, I I'm just so I love watching crafty lefties. I think they're so fun. Him and Fleming, I think it's awesome to watch, especially in contrast to Pat. Plum dog, by the way, great outing today. He did. He did have a really good outing. He, I believe, there were only did we only give up two hits in this whole game, and they were both Waka. I think it might have been. Fleming didn't give up any hits. I know that. Fleming has been really good. And I mean, after his, you know, really kind of bad Ranger start, he fixed it, ironed it out. So good for him making yeah, adjustments. I did, I did, I did cut you off about the crafty lefties. So finish your thought about that. I apologize. Oh, I don't even know what I was saying. They're just fun to watch. They are. <laughs> they are very fun to watch. It should be. Um, I, I feel like I feel like the keys to this series, and I'm sure that you guys can agree with it, are well, a keep the White Sox bats in check. That's going to be a huge thing. Don't walk Yasmani Grandal. Also a huge thing because he walks way too much. Uh, the bats have seemed to be, you know, I wouldn't say like on fire for the Rays, but they've been generating. Doing enough. Yeah, they've been doing enough, which is the most important thing. And yeah. I think that the, I, I think that they can be good enough. Like, like they should be, they should be serviceable enough in this series to generate runs where need be, come up with clutch hits, things like that. So if they can do that and then the pitching can be as serviceable as it has been, then they should be fine. I think they are definitely an improved team offensively. If you go, if you look from last season to this season, I think you like, like even from like playoffs last season to this season, I think you have definitely an improved. I mean, for ever, no one would say no to this. Like, it, like the numbers just speak for themselves. So this team is like way, I, it's way better now, and it's like thanks to Austin Meadows and like all those other guys because like Rosa Reina was carrying us in our in our uh, a lot of our postseason and like all mm-hmm. that stuff but now a lot of our guys have heated up and it is great to see Austin Meadows back doing his thing yeah. do we do we have even, guys oh wait sorry free my bad and I was just gonna say even KK has been hitting recently yeah. so good for him do we have um we did this last time on the on the last pod but do we have a guy um, this series, who we're going to pick as a guy who, you know, mm. kind, kind of like what we did last series, just our, our, our I guess, our player of the yeah, series. Yeah. I mean, mine's only going to play in one game, so I'm not going to call him player of the series, but I would like to see Shane McClanahan fix his stuff, get it together. I was about to say that one. So now i to think <laughs> of a different one. <laughs> I mean, Damn. I got another one if you want to take that one. <laughs> Damn, son, where'd you find this? <laughs> Gibby, do you have one? Does the Gibster have one? I can come up with mine. You know what? I, oh, I'm not sorry. gonna. I'm not gonna say I'll do to improve, but like, just uh, dude, I I commend. It's just Yandy Diaz. No one talks about Yandy Diaz, but yeah. like three ninety nine on base, like um, like right up there. And like, only only like a two fifty six average. So the other 
part of that is all walks and so he's just just the walk master Ooh, absolutely i have another one now oh well i was gonna say so okay. mine is um i think i think uh, i, w- I want to make sure i get the first name right because i think yeah it's matt whistler oh yes good job matt 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 whistler the guy who they who they picked up in the trade with the who did they pick him up from the giants Plasmeyer. right meyer yeah 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 michael Plasmeyer went to the went to the giants they got whistler back Whistler looks like he's never blinked once in his life, a la, a la Pete Fairbanks. So I think that I they're just it. cousins. Whistler's had, I mean, last year he had a very good stats for literally the first time in his career because every other year after that, he's had like a four-plus ERA. Uh, so maybe if they can generate the same success that he had last season with Minnesota, he can be as good as he was, if not better, then I'll take it. I oh mean, God, I mean Whistler looks good. I mean, he, he looked good in his outing, so I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take uh, – give, give, give me some Matt Whistler. Listen, our bullpen is so good that at this point, anyone they bring in, I'm like, oh, that's going to be a stud. They also look like, like they're psychos. No matter who it is. The uh, race I bullpen, so good. Psycho bullpen guys <laughs> are probably my favorite, like, archetype of baseball player. Oh, so that's <laughs> like, why you love Ole Miss. It makes sense now. It all makes yes. sense now because everyone at yeah. Ole Miss is like just stupid. So crazy. true. Wes Burton, he's freaking psycho out of Ole Miss. I love it. I love the energy. Um, yeah. No, that's super fun. But since we all kind of wait, who did Gabby? Who'd you pick he's, as your person? I I, I just I just commended Yandy oh, Diaz. Yandy? I didn't really pick anyone. Well, I'm gonna pick. Well, for I'd like you. to see Yandy get. Yeah, pick pick for me, Bree. How about pick, pick for you? Honorary pick from pick. Bree. Celeb pick. Well, celeb you, pick. you have a choice here okay. your choices right. are choice. mike zanino oh big z oh yeah zanino's got to pick it up that's true or diego castillo Ooh, but i thought would, would we just like to see castillo look more confident because you said he's he's i mean he did I mean, yeah of, he he did blow his last save yeah I mean, last I like the big allegedly he's having you know, we're doing, you know, I'm going to say Zanino because we're doing this whole campaign around Vote Z. Zanino, and, yep. <laughs> and like, but now he's, I don't know, he's not doing good enough to justify it. So just pick it yeah. up. We need him back. Like he, he's back. not doing terribly right now. Yeah. Like, he's not super hot like he was. Yeah, get that, uh, get those hits up. I don't yeah. know. We need Big Z back. I'll, I'll big pick, Z I'll, supremacy. Yeah, big Z's back. Yeah. We need That's Big we need Z this supremacy series, back. Some Z home runs. There you go. We need some big Z supremacy back. Uh, well, I think that's pretty much everything that we have to talk about about this series. So what's been going on around the world of Major League Baseball? I know the Blue Jays just took two out of three. Toronto from the Red Sox. freaking Blue Jays. They Holy rake. crap. The Buffalo shit pigeons, Great. they rake. <laughs> Listen, this might, be, this might be a take. but Ooh, Give it, give it. The team that I am by far most afraid of in the AL East is the Blue Jays. Yep. Not even close. That's and a good take because I, I was afraid of them in the wild card series last year. That's the thing. I if we have to play a one game wild card against them, Glass now is going to have to start. They own Glass now, and they just can hit no matter who you put out there. I mean, they're ridiculous. They're so and good. if they acquire arms at the deadline, which I'm sure they will, because how could they justify not doing that? I mean, they're a legitimate threat. And Springer and hasn't been healthy. Springer hasn't it's, been healthy, and so they have good. had. I believe the most difficult schedule so far. Oh my God. Uh... So the Blue Jays are a very legitimate threat. Don't sleep on them just because they're like however many games back, like five and a half or whatever. They're, they're, but, they scare me. Yeah, they're scary. The Red Sox, 
don't stop being afraid of them because they're going to get Chris Sale back. So that doesn't I mean, scare I'm me as much as, right now. <laughs> I'm not as afraid of them as the Blue Jays, but you know, the Yankees, I'm sitting here like, I'm sure they're going to make some pretty big acquisitions at the deadline. I, because they have to. And Severino had the setback in the minors too. Let's not forget about that. Severino yeah, had that setback because he was I feel hobbling off. so bad for that kid. But um, yeah, so that's another hit to them. But they are going to have to acquire arms, not even arms, but just something at the deadline to improve them. But I'm wondering if it's too late for them. Because, I mean, the Blue Jays are just going to get better. The Red Sox are getting sailed back. And the Rays, I don't see slowing down. So could this be the season? that we do not see the Yankees in the playoffs. Oh, my. That Wow. Oh my. Wow. That's a good I'm question. Not it's going to happen because, like, I feel like they're not going to be this bad forever. I really don't think they are. But can they, like, do they have time with all the other teams probably not slowing down? Well, more importantly, more importantly, will we see the Yankees finish below 500 in our lifetimes? Because I haven't finished below 500 since the early 90s. I don't know. I don't know about that one. I don't think they're finishing under 500, but. No, no, I'm not talking about this year. I just mean, like, I just want it to happen. Yeah, I just. Like, eventually. I think Bree's, I think Bree's really on to something here, honestly. Like, <laughs> like the, the Yankees Big are just not, energy. they're not a hot squad this season. Like, you just, you just my, see it. They're not doing those high scoring games. I mean. Well, uh, my dad I, described I it best. They're a softball team. They basically yeah. either strike out or hit a home run. And they, and they really don't do anything in between. Honestly, it kind of makes me sad because I like when we're both good and we still beat them. Are we starting but to feel I mean, bad for the Yankees? No, I feel no. a little bit bad for them. I'm not going to lie. Especially like with the Severino injury. Like I didn't just feel bad for him. Oh, which I, I feel bad about lot. Severino, but I mean like. But like oh, I always obviously. feel bad for just all of them as a whole. Like, oh, I don't feel bad be... for the fans though. I mean, they're the worst. I don't feel bad for the fans, but I feel bad for the team itself. There, there are some guys on the team that I feel bad about more than others yeah. like brett gardner yeah. don't feel bad about i mean he's had his time he's yeah. got a ring i'm pretty sure yeah i mean i mean i mean mega minds mega minds you know he's he's had his due he's he can he, he can suffer for a little bit in terms of the team i mean sucking. he's been he's been like a decent player for them this year <laughs> in comparison to some of their other ones so it's insane to think about that i i just saw this out on espn too because i'm still watching the old miss arizona game uh, the Yankees have lost seven of their last nine games and are four and 11 in their last 15. That's not good. And they are fourth in the AL East right now, which is just it's kind of insane to think about. Man, they've been they've been not great. Uh, Blue Jays have been have been very good. Um, the Phillies just swept the Yankees. So so don't count the Phillies out. Phillies are going to be good um, or they should be good. Um, I know that I give them crap, but I mean, that whole division mean, is a mess. Oh, yeah, that whole division is just an absolute just garbage shoot. Tatis hit another home run. Tatis just hit a grand slam. One division. You got the Marlins yeah. and the Phillies. Those I love the Marlins still. Tatis hit, that, Tatis hit that salami. He's got 19 this year. Vlad's got 21. Sheesh. Acuna yeah. is still kind of close, but, I mean, those two are kind of going away with it. Did you all see the new D-backs jerseys, the new City Connect jerseys oh, from the D-backs? Oh, those are so good. I love I'm, them. I'm so I'm very conflicted. Well, Gibby, what's your? How thoughts? are you conflicted? They're so. Wait, I haven't seen the Arizona ones. So I'm I'm oh, conflicted send them to because America. I thought I thought you're gonna I I'll thought we we're about there. to go off on the Wrigleyville ones. Oh no, those oh. are atrocious. Those should be I those should be deleted. I like the cleats though. They the Chicago nice Rays. <laughs> those yeah, those yeah. should be deleted. Like, those should be controlled, oh. all deleted from society. 
Those are so bad. So I like them. I like I like the D backs thing because I like what they did by like having like the desert, you know, like the desert sand color. But I really wanted them to do something with like the old design. I wanted them to bring back some sort of version of like doing a City Connect jersey with like the old purple and green with the piping and all that stuff that they have with like the old vest jerseys. I wanted them to do something with that and kind of combine that into it. Now. I do like. I, it. I I want to buy this jersey right now. I will say that this is my, right? my but, live. Miami's jersey is so still the best one. Miami's jersey is by I far. Saw, is the I best saw one. this on Twitter earlier. I didn't even know it was a D-backs jersey. Right. I, I, Isn't I just, it like I? Just I the more I look at it, the more I'm obsessed with it. I think it's. I think I just but, I don't know. But I like is what is what I off-white said? Jerseys are my thing. Is what I said like a crazy thought, or is what I said like no? I, okay, so the thing, I think I like the ones best that actually incorporate some kind of, you know, history or some kind of, like, actual meaning into it, which, I, I mean, they kind of, like, they said it was, like, a nod to the Hispanic roots, which, yeah, that's cool with the name and stuff, but, like, there's no real, like, history to it. Like, the, the Red I Sox them had that, the Marlins had that. Yeah. I That's why those two I like a lot, besides the fact the that the Marlins, Marlins ones, ones so nice. Sick. Oh, my God, the Marlins ones are just the what they killed that jersey that jersey's too good it's i'm I'm sorry that jersey's too good i want to say i kind of wish they also did something like what the suns did with their jerseys that say the valley on them and it basically has like the arizona if they did that with a diamondback jerseys i would be sold in a heartbeat i would buy like 15 of those yeah i mean i i don't know anything about the diamondbacks really except for my king paven smith who is absolutely killing it in his rookie season for the Arizona Diamondbacks, um, love is him. He, is he a Gator? His wife is a Gator gymnast, and he's, oh, I added him to my out. fantasy team. I added him to my fantasy team literally only for that reason. I didn't even know if he was going to make the major league club. Well, shout he did, out. and he's absolutely just destroying. Love. It. I don't know how nobody's talking about him, but yeah, uh, maybe I'll get a Paven Smith D-back City Connect uni. I mean, I mean, you're gonna have to like custom design that because there's no way that he's got a jersey you know in the what? store right now. It may be worth it. And you know what? Maybe he does because he's now like they're starting first baseman. So good for him. But Yeah. So I'm like, I think that Major League Baseball is trying something different with these city connectors. And I think they're doing them pretty well. It's just yeah. like some of them. I wish they could have done like a little bit better because I know that they could have done other like there's like, only I think there's only one bad one, Men's which is the, which is the Cubs one. Yeah. The, the Cubs yeah. one's just I need, atrocious. I'm excited. I'm excited for the San Francisco one and the Dodgers one, too. Yeah. Are those the ones bad. for this year? Yeah, yeah, those, those are the, last are, yeah, those two. the what so let's brainstorm. What are they gonna do? Because I don't know what they're gonna do with that. Maybe with LA they do like the Hollywood sign, but they do it like the Dodgers version of the Hollywood sign. No, I think LA they're gonna have to do something historical, wouldn't you think? Because like that's such a historical franchise. I would, would do they, just Raiders colors. What if they brought back like the Brooklyn, Brooklyn? stuff? Oh, that's what I'm thinking. okay, okay. I'm kind of in on that. Okay, I like right? that. Right? Wouldn't that be sick? Oh my god! If they, but then it's not New City Connect. Screw it! Screw it! New if they Giants? just said Brooklyn on the shirt, I would buy it in a heartbeat. I, I don't right? care Wouldn't if they just sick? did Brooklyn and did the home whites. Oh. If San Francisco did a New York throwback too, just like I don't want them to do the New York throwback though because I think they could do something really cool with like they could do i mean i know that they already have the some version of this uh, of the golden gate bridge incorporated on the jersey but i wonder if they put like a trolley on it or something like that like they could do something like 
They could they could do something really cool or do Alcatraz. like something. Like, no. It's <laughs> just like person bars on the jersey. <laughs> oh god. No, but like they funny. could do something with like Fisherman's Wharf. No, they're just orange. It's just like a jumpsuit. <laughs> it's just orange. Oh no. It's a prison jumpsuit. Oh no, no. It's one of their no. colors. That would be terrible. That no. It would be, it would be good. No, it wouldn't. In what way would that be good? <laughs> They'd all be orange. I mean, I guess, but like it'd be it'd be a strange look. Yeah. True. I, I think with the Giants more than the like, in my opinion, I feel like, I feel like they would do Brooklyn more than they would do like like they would bring back the Brooklyn Dodgers more than they would bring back the New York Giants because I just think that there's more synonymous stuff with the Brooklyn Dodgers and the Los Angeles Dodgers than there is with the uh, with the New York Giants and the San Francisco Giants. But I'm curious to see what they would do. I'm really I, I let's brainstorm here quickly. What would they do on a raise one? What would they incorporate on a raise? I really. I don't Someone know. They already said, did the cigar thing with the Miami, right? Yeah, but I almost—it's weird because like they can't really do Tampa itself. So like it has to be Tampa Bay or it has to be St. Pete. I would think St. Pete. I don't know what you do other than something beachy, unless yeah, like there's something about St. Pete that I don't know about. Well, you could but... take like the St. Pete flag. Like like didn't someone do like a design with the St. Pete flag and the seagull? But I, even that, I, I don't, don't think know. would pop. Even. It, it would have to be Tampa Bay, but I I just really don't know. It would they either, could take they could take the Sunshine Skyway Bridge, but I mean that would just be looking like it would either have logo. to be something beachy or something like cigar related. Honestly, those are the only two things I could think of. Uh, ooh, strip clubs. That's the other thing. There you go. We're famous for that beer. Let's craft do that. Beer. Hey, they could just take like a Cuban sandwich and just plop it on the jersey. And just <laughs> no, yeah. Put a Cuban sandwich on the jersey and then put like a craft beer on the hat. And then there just and, and then outside Tampa. of a strip club. There, there we go. We've 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 yeah. done the city. They can do the photo shoot outside of the strip club. The, <laughs> the Mons Venus. Oh my god. Why are we doing this? Oh, Why does Tampa man, Tampa needs to step up the game? This is atrocious. Built different. <laughs> Tampa's no wonder why young gravy said what he said when when he came down to tampa this yeah. the, the sentiment range he wasn't true. wrong he wasn't wrong do we want to do a quick lightning update lightning lost game no <laughs> no the, we don't <laughs> don't want to talk about it that it's wasn't even like a decent i mean no loss is good but like, yeah no losses <laughs> thanks thanks for great great analysis <laughs> you're <there>. welcome <laughs> Whatever. Like sometimes you can have a moral victory or like, a, oh, that loss, it was fine. Like it sucks, but it was fine. That loss, like it wasn't fine. It wasn't enjoyable. It wasn't like close. I mean, it was close in the score, but was it was just like a war close. of attrition type thing where it was like the um the Islanders just kind of were like, oh, yeah, it, it, like, I, I guess the best way to describe it was like a war of attrition thing where it was like the Islanders just found ways to score, but like the game itself wasn't that fun to watch. No, it wasn't even that. It wasn't the Islanders playing particularly well. It was legitimately the Lightning playing very bad. Yeah. No offense. I'm just scared because I don't want a Canadian team to win the Stanley Cup. And Montreal is looking really fresh right now. And I'm not liking it. I'm not liking it. I'm going to, I'm going to eat my words when, when, when Montreal wins another stupid cup because Montreal's cups are all like, there's all like an asterisk around them because they won like half of them when there was like four teams. So, you know, garbage True. but i like the reverse psychology here a better <laughs> i just always make the joke because 
there was Canadian football made an expansion into the U.S. And there was a team in Baltimore that two straight years went to the Grey Cup, which is like Canada's Super Bowl. And they won it one year. And they've won. So an American Canadian football team has more recently won the Grey Cup than a Canadian NHL team has won the Stanley Cup. I jinxed it. That, well, I've said that for several years now. So this is not something that's been jinxed. This is something that I've said, but it's insane to think about because that doesn't even make any sense when I say that. A but, Canadian football team. No, no, an American Canadian football team. An American it, it, Canadian it, it, football it, it, team. It doesn't make any sense, but just American what I said is 100% correct. Canadian football. Crazy. I don't know. It's just life is weird. It is. Life is weird, but um, I don't got anything else about it. I think we've touched upon everything that we that we need to. Are you guys have? Do you guys have anything else before we before we end this? Nope. Fun series coming up. Fun series for sure. Um, I got one more thing. Thoughts and prayers out to Christian Eriksen um, from the uh, uh, from from the Danish men's soccer uh, football team uh, who collapsed during their Euro match against who did they play? Um, Finland. They they played they they played Finland in their in their opener in the Euros. He collapsed. Apparently had a heart attack or something of the sort. Collapsed on the field. Luckily was transported to a hospital. Is now stabilized. So it's great to hear. But very scary scenes. And hoping all is well with that. Along that line, Tyler Zombro has been released from the hospital. Yes, he got plates in his head. He's going to speech therapy and everything. But he's he's okay. That's, that's, that's fantastic. A lot of, a lot of work to do, but you know, he's okay. So that's, that's what we like to hear. That's what we like to hear. So ending it on a positive note for sure, but that wraps up this newest episode of Raise Roof. Thanks so much everyone for listening. Like I said earlier, if you guys don't follow what we're doing or haven't followed what we're doing, social media, Raise Roof TV, YouTube, Raise the Roof website, Raise the Roof TV.com, our email account, raise the roof tb at gmail.com make sure to email us there if you guys have any comments questions concerns anything like that about what we're doing this podcast you can find us on apple podcast spotify google Podcasts. make sure to subscribe make sure to share this with your friends leave review leave a review all of that so from all of us thanks for listening and as always raise up give me say raise up oh raise up <laughs> baby baby <laughs> <laughs>